and welcome to Getting Down with the Pickleball with your host, Dr. Don, the killer pickler and sex therapist, and me, Tony, the sidekick who asks the questions, gets the news and all the updates, and all the pickleball annex you can handle. And now, it's Dr. Don. Hi, y'all. This is Dr. Don. Welcome to Getting Down with the Pickleball. So, is pickleball America's favorite pastime? Well, that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So, for your first serve... Serving! On the courts, I usually end up talking to some of the girls and guys that are down there. And once in a while, we talk about some things that may be on our mind that have to do with the country, but it never really gets too political. And that's kind of what I like about the sport is it really brings everybody together, no matter if you're left, you're right, you're in the middle, up, down, whatever it is, people are just out there enjoying pickleball. And in some ways, I really do believe that it has brought Americans together. And that's some of the reason why I call it America's favorite pastime. And I noticed, too, that with the kids being out of school, that parents are bringing their kids from college or from high school to the club. It's just become this real family activity. It kind of brings back this nostalgic feeling to me uh, when I see the people coming together. It reminds me, you know, like of a summer family picnics where young and old can play together and just have an all-around good time. I think that's why we can see all of these new pickleball vacation retreats popping up. Or I just got back from a vacation and I noticed that the hotel had turned their tennis courts or a big majority of their tennis courts into pickleball courts. Not to say that, you know, it isn't also financially something that is probably more profitable because if you take one tennis court, you can make four pickleball courts out of it. Just had a great time um, going away and playing pickleball with the girls and seeing families there playing together. And one of the fun things that I wanted to talk about in the news is really what's going on in the United States with these pickleball camps. And another uh, aspect of pickleball and what I, I see going on is After being in lockdown from COVID, all the mandates that were put on us, it's really, really refreshing to see people out and about on the outdoors and enjoying this American pastime of pickle. And on to our next volley. Current events and hot topics of the day. So let's dabble in a little American politics for a moment and uh, see what's going on. Okay. What I've noticed is people are waking up and they are fighting back on some issues since COVID. And oftentimes I'll talk to people, they say they feel hopeless. Other times people are kind of like, what really is going on? But the one thing that I've noticed that brings people together, and it really has nothing to do with politics at all, it has to do with kids. And we're talking about what's taking place in the school system, how they're bringing in um, critical race theory. They're trying to throw in issues on gender. They're bringing in inappropriate books. All of this is bringing Americans together. I see that as a positive step. 
And I am part of a nonprofit group called Perk, and they are out of California. What they do is they are fighting a lot of these bad bills that are coming out of California. And people should know that if something passes in California, it's likely to come to other states. So it is super important to keep an eye on what actually passes, what bills they're pushing through. And right now they're pushing through some pretty awful bills that really gives the state a lot of power to take parents' rights away. That is what has people so fired up. There's one school out here in Glendale, in fact, the whole entire school had a big to-do where they had the Pride Month taking place at an elementary school, and the parents had enough of it. They're like, why do we need to have this going on in an elementary school? This school is about learning. It's about math and English and history. It's not about social justice. It's not about teaching our kids sexuality in elementary school. So they gathered together. They went in front of the school board and a big thing happened and people were fighting back. It made the news on a national level. And it's just going to show you that, again, it wasn't about politics. It was about parents and their love of their children and wanting to keep them safe and wanting to keep them innocent instead of throwing all of this crazy stuff at them. And one of the the bills that Perk was able to fight, which is so important, especially since they wanted to lock down the schools again or basically say your kids cannot attend school if you don't get an HPV vaccine. Once again, they were going to force these kids to stay home, to do home learning if they wouldn't go and get this particular vaccine. And they were doing it for eighth graders and up all the way through college to get this particular vaccine. Perk went and they got in front of the people who were writing the bills and the parents got together and they were able to get that mandate removed. And so it was really a huge success. But this is something that we need to be aware of. And I know in California, before COVID, uh, people really were not aware of all the bills that were coming out of Sacramento. And now people are awake. They're fighting back. And um, I see this as a positive step forward for all of us to come together and especially protect our children. It's time for Pickleball News. There is this uh, great article that I read on CNBC, and it talks about pickleball popularity and how it's exploded in the past year with more than 36 million people playing this sport. You gotta be kidding me. The title is, What is Taking Place Across America with Pickleball? Here is the real deal. Ouch! (laughs) So I'm gonna read a little bit of this. Because it really does. If you're into pickleball and you want to go on some cool vacations or see what's going on, this article has some great information. Across the country, tennis courts uh, are being replaced and pickleball courts are moving in as other investors are shoring up big money. So in Southern California, the Santa Monica Tennis Center just invested $250,000 in a new facility just dedicated to pickleball. Outside of Sarasota, Florida, real estate developers have invested $180 million into a 15-court facility called the Pickleball Club. Okay, $180 million. Just think about that. They're expected to have about 600 members. The Pickleball Restaurant Entertainment Model is also gaining steam from Chicken in Pickle to Camp Pickle. (laughs) 
Entrepreneurs are hopping to capitalize on this craze. You know, you got to love the name. That the truth? Food and entertainment industry veteran Robert Thomas says he plans to roll out at least 10 camp pickle facilities across the country in 2024. No. Say what? One of our goals is to take Getting Down with the Pickleball podcast on the road so that we can bring you live to these wonderful facilities where you get an inside view of what it looks like what's going on there, what restaurants, what they have to offer. Tony and I will be playing pickleball on the courts. <coughs> and we hope to be a part of all of these new places that are popping up all over America. And again, take the show on the road. That's my big pickle of the day. Big pickle of the day. We'll be right back with my co-host, Tony, Ooh. to... Uh, have some more fun antics and uh, catch you up on some things that may be going on with him. Hey, and welcome back. It's getting down with the pickleball with Dr. Don. I'm Tony. Well, she brought up something interesting. She said, pickleball, America's favorite pastime with a question mark. And I'm thinking you're not going to really beat baseball as America's favorite pastime. Pickleball would have to be around a long time and become so big. But I get where she's coming from. In fact, didn't you just uh, take off a week or two ago with your girlfriends and you went south to... Uh, Carlsbad. Just go, yeah, Carl, just to go hang with the girls and play pickleball. Like that's now becoming the reason why the event to go and hang with the girls and venturing into other places to play, not just exactly where you play all the time. Yeah, it was a blast. We had a great time. They dedicated or they took over some of the tennis courts and they turned them in the pickleball courts. And we were laughing because we're like, yeah, we always wanted to be the one to go on vacation and maybe play the tennis, but we never really got into tennis. Oh. But yeah, here we are now able to go on vacation and enjoy the pickleball with each other. And also seeing families, um, you know, that are going to partake in this pickleball together. And, and that's what I really love about the sport is it's, it's bringing back those family values where kids are, are hanging out with the parents or the grandparents. And I think it's a good thing. Right. That's a, a new kind of glue that a, a lot of American, a lot of people anyway, are, who are in the in our time right now and the family kind of have been torn apart over the last decade or so in different uh, agendas or different uh, ways of thinking or being taught how mm -hmm. to think and people are taking back control when you're when you're playing pickleball there is no agenda no Right. You're there, like I was saying before, that when you're out there playing in a competitive way, you're not into left, right, straight, playing black, green, yellow, purple. All you're thinking about is how do I compete and beat these people so that I feel good? I want to win. Everyone does. Um, but even if I didn't you know, win as big as I thought I could, I played to the best of my ability. And I didn't ever think once that, oh, it's because you're a so-and-so. That's why we didn't have a good game or that's why I didn't play well. No, there's no politics involved in pickleball. Exactly. Or usually any sport. Well, it shouldn't be. Honestly, there shouldn't be. Right. That's kind of up in the management world and stuff. But this is just people playing. 
yeah. people getting on people the court. People coming together, people playing and, it's, and, and it's catching a good time. on faster than now than it ever has. It's been around for a very long time. You've been around doing it for a year and a half, maybe? About a year now. Okay. Around a year. And I know you heard about it before, but uh, yeah, I heard about it. I had a couple of friends who played it all the time and I was like, wow, they really uh, have been uh, playing pickleball. But and, and I noticed that one girlfriend, her whole social life uh, began to revolve around the pickleball. I was like, really? And then, of course, I went and I tried it and I understand why. Because it's not just on the court. You make friends and you go out and you do things and... Right. I mean, the girlfriends that you went with, yeah, you met at the pickleball court. Yes. Only. Yeah. You didn't meet them in the supermarket or at a dinner somewhere or the bar. This was directly pickleball friends or pickleball acquaintances that became friends on the court that you took to another level. That's where the connection is. And that's what people are finding that your non-agenda is what everyone's agenda is when you're playing. And the great thing, too, is when the kids were out of high school or they came back for college, people were also bringing their kids to the courts and having family games. And I thought that was uh, that was really great that you have the whole family coming out and playing together. And who's to say that these kids can't meet other kids? You know, it's kind of like one of those things that is healing at this time after COVID for people to come together and families to come together and be outdoors and just enjoy each other's company once again. Yeah. Well, you mean like we used to? Yeah, exactly. But, but here's an interesting Before the world sci- went insane. Yeah. <laughs> or it continues. Here's an interesting little side thought for me anyway. Some of the people you play with, they're married couples. Right? Yes. And when one's doing great or the other, do they always usually, in your experience, when you play, do they, you play against them as a team? Or is like, oh, no, the guy's on my team and the girl's on the other side of the net? Well, we have something called open play. And when ah. the couples come to open play, everybody plays with each other. And it's usually not the co- See? Oh, stop turning come into on. something this else, is, This is why this gets oh, so bad. Goodness. No. Open play, not open. Oh, that's great. Okay, I, I'm not even going to say what you're thinking because I I'm already not know anything. we're trying to keep this episode a little bit more family yeah, friendly. It is family friendly. Can. It's all open. <laughs> we're open here, people. Okay, so as pose, so if it's not open play and the couples are reserving a court, yes, they'll play together with another couple. Okay, but I was asking if you're like, they say, you know, one's on one side of the net and you, and then the other's playing with you. The guy's playing with you and you played five games, you lost three and he goes home. What do you think happens (laughs) when he gets home with her? Because oh, guys are competitive. This, this is not a good thing. No, no, no one's like that on the court. In fact, I it's didn't better, say on the court. It's better when the couple in open play doesn't play together. Okay, but I'm not saying that. I was just said on a side thought here. Gosh, when you go home, are you you're a little pissed, jealous, uh, angry, frustrated that I always beat that girl and she beat me today? This is bad. Or the other way around, the girl's like. God, my team always wins against my husband. Totally destroyed us. Guess what he's not getting to? Oh my gosh. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think it goes that far. It doesn't go that far. far. No, you because don't think it's still a friendly game. It is a friendly game until it's with each other and then it's well, all competitive. Yeah, it's it's yeah, no, no. I have seen some couples that play together where 
It's funny because it's a lot of times the woman will get angry at the guy. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I've, it doesn't I've seem to be as much the end. other way around. I don't know why that is. Well, no, I've seen that too, but I'd say more like she's more outspoken about, you know, him, him hogging the ball is usually what it is. Like, oh, you came into mine and you hogged the ball and you took the ball from me and then she'll get upset. <laughs> And then sometimes the guys get kind of competitive and they'll be like, oh, well, you, you know, you should have gotten that ball where he wouldn't have said that to another female that was playing against him. But he says it to his wife. Right, right. Like we're playing and you miss it. You and I are playing. We're missing it. And I'm so frustrated. I'm like, come on, Don. Really? (laughs) Well, there's... Is any of that Yeah, that that would be you. That would be you. (laughs) But there's actually something called the divorce ball. What the... Oh. Okay. And it's, it's hilarious because people use it that even play together that aren't married, but it's just become something that's known where the ball goes straight down the middle. And it's like you look at each other as the ball's going down the middle because neither one of you got it. And so it's called the divorce ball. <laughs> Interesting. Well, okay. You know, we're going to be coming back here shortly. We're going to take a little break. Um, I'd like to talk about your uh, stuff with the kids and the schools and the weird agenda of having, you know, teachers pushing a pride month on kids that don't even understand the word pride, let alone what that's representing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's fantastic, ladies and gentlemen, the responses I'm getting out of the doctor today. Anyway, we're going to take a short little break. We'll be right back. Uh, Stay tuned and pickle away. Hey, and welcome back to Getting Down with the Pickleball. I'm Tony. We're with Dr. Don. Remember we were talking about there's something wrong going on for everybody, not just where you're at in your personal side of opinions. Yeah, well, I think parents right now with all the stuff going on in the schools and how really the government is encroaching on parents' rights with their children and so on and so forth. I think the biggest issue that's bringing people together is this this thing with child trafficking um, and how they're noticing this connection to what they're bringing out in the school system with really grooming our kids with these books that are inappropriate, age inappropriate, passing these crazy bills in California, just insanity, where they're taking the rights away from parents and giving it to counselors or the school system or the government. I would tell you, I haven't spoken to one single person on the pickleball court, and there's quite a few of us there that agree with any of this. They're all upset about what's going on. Right, well, see, that's hitting home. Yep. Now you're personal. Now it's different. Now you're 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 messing with my family. Yeah. And then that overtakes everything. Being Italian, uh, I've been <laughs> a, around. <laughs> someone messes with your family, you know. Don't start the car. Well, but, well, but, but I but bringing that about, um, there was this whole thing that went on in the Glendale School District in California, where the families finally fought back, who had had enough with them having the pride month at their elementary school. Like, really? (laughs) 
at an elementary school. <laughs> Pushing this on young kids is crazy. Like, remember when uh, you would see all those news stories? I don't care if you, which, whatever network news you watch, they were all airing the parents going crazy about the mass. That one dad that took a stance and I think got tackled and beat up in just the PTA meeting as he was addressing the mask mandates and the kids and why are we at home? You know, everyone had a, a different view, especially towards the end when COVID was starting to become what we know it is today. But at the time, everyone still had that agenda, kept it. I think we both agree that when there's a, um, a losing side in the war and the battle, they'll do anything and keep it going to the very end. They'll throw it back on you. They'll figure out a way to twist it, turn it. But in reality, they've already lost. What else do they got? Yeah, they're just uh, playing their last chess moves, trying to see if they can uh, somehow trick the other side. But in reality, they've never been more exposed than they are today with everything that they're putting out there. Ain't that the truth? It just, uh, people are scratching their head going, wow, things are just insane right now. It's way off base. I think we can all agree on that. And there you go again. A lot of people are coming together just on the main issues. Everyone acknowledges that, whoa, something's wrong. Let's do something about this and let's do it right before it gets it's so out of hand anyway. How do we cure this? And I think more people are into the cure than they are keeping the uh, agenda going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and on that note, okay, we're going to take a little break again. Uh, we're going to come back. Obviously, we'll get to the uh, terms. Again, my favorite portion of our little bantering, but um, I'm interested in this whole new world of pickleball stuff getting larger, more yeah. more places to play. Yep. You're Exciting, already, actually. Yeah. You've already been involved with it. It's already, even where you play, they've taken tennis courts and... Oh, yeah. They've taken many tennis courts and turned them into pickleball yeah. courts. So when we come back, we'll discuss that and also um, some terms right after. Stay tuned. And welcome back to Getting Down with the Pickleball with Dr. Don, Michael, I'm Tony, and we're still pickling. It's crazy. We're like 10 episodes into this. <laughs> and it's a never ending well of uh, discussion in the pickleball kingdom world. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's been fun, actually. I wanted to mention, like, in a couple of those other times before, the uh, agenda with the kids or you playing pickleball and then getting your family together, the difference where those things might have torn families apart, but instead has brought them closer, tighter together because now everyone's looking at the family values. That's segueing people into this portion of the podcast where... I wanted to get into this pickleball news story that it's gaining ground. Not only is it gaining ground, it's getting backers that see it becoming larger than it is, maybe more profitable than it is, but also more enjoyable. Another sport that you you can go, you can teach your kids. And you know how they teach kids tennis at an early age or golf at an early age or ice skating, or they all start these kids at an early age. And if you look at 
the pickleball stuff right now, it's kids pretty much dominating. Well, I know that when my kids were in school, they were playing pickleball in eighth grade. So, and that was, you know, a good. Okay. Well, let's yeah. start. Let's start there. When you first started uh, with your children and you're like, whatever, you're dropping them off at the park and you were noticing pickleball, was there a court? I don't remember at that point um, pickleball courts, but I know when I started playing pickleball, which isn't that long ago, the kids were remembering, oh, yeah, we used to play pickleball in eighth grade. And so that's kind of how it came up. But in my neighborhood, they the pickleball courts have taken over the tennis courts. Right. But in the beginning, it started with a court. Two yeah. courts or did before they even actually made pure pickleball courts with the lines and they painted it and they made it um, the official size. Were they already playing on tennis courts and just make, make shifting their own uh, pickleball courts? They, that they way? still do that. Um, the great thing about the pickleball courts is because they're so much smaller. You can take one large tennis court and transfer it into four pickleball courts. So um, that's a pretty big deal when you're talking about space, especially at some of these resorts that offer tennis or camps that offer tennis. They now are taking over some of the tennis courts and turning them into the pickleball courts. You mentioned that, but I was I was seeing like, hey, in the beginning, it had been playing for years. People have been playing pickleball since the 60s. Yeah. Hadn't caught on till the last maybe five, within the last five years, you think? Probably. Right. Maybe. And then you got when you got it and you became obsessed, you were saying 36 million people are now playing this. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah. That's 10% of the country. <laughs> I know. Is that, is that crazy? No, that's impossible. Well, no, but you can 10% see- 10% of the country can't even agree on anything. Or maybe gas, gas prices. Other than that- Well, like- okay, so that's the whole American dream, the whole American thing coming back. I mean, I see this as huge. I, you know, when you're good talking point. about- um, <laughs> Taking over these these camps and facilities and making them family friendly, Um, but you can go to them year round because sometimes they'll have them indoors, sometimes we'll have them outdoors. They're offering food, they're offering, you know, places to stay, maybe have s'mores at night. They're just creating this whole entire thing around pickleball, and I want to be a part of it. Like I want to go on the road. What did you say, Tony? We got to go on the road. What did you say? We'll get like this big camper. I've been on the road. You don't want to go on the road. I want to go on the road. I mean, you want to go on the road in a nice RV. Of course, yes. With your own bathroom. Yes. No, (laughs) I want to go. Four or five guys in the thing. No. You know, doing their thing. I want to visit these places. Writing songs, pretending to write songs, hating chicks, meeting chicks, writing songs about those things. No, what you want is the luxury style. You want the, you know... The, the Taylor Swift version of things. You don't even want the Zeppelin plane. You want the nice big bus that you never even feel the road. Sure, and I would love not? that too. I would yeah. I would so be into that. But let's get, before we even get into that, let's get back to, so you have a bunch of new people that are finding this and people building around, like say, you know, you were saying uh, indoor, outdoor, like if you're in Michigan or anywhere up in the North part of the country, yeah, you're going to build an indoor pickleball thing. There's no way, because you want it year round. You just yes. don't want it during the summer. You could have some courts outside, but by the time it gets to September, game over. You know, from September to like March, that's all but cold world. You want to well, be able to play. Well, they should build some over here in California where it gets really right. hot. Right, and I was because, about to say, and yeah. the opposite here is in the summer, we need a retractable 
tops. You know, we yep. need like buildings that would be retractable. Wasn't Jamie Foxx supposed to like, that was his, vo- or we heard He rumors? supposedly was going to be opening a whole bunch of indoor pickleball uh, courts out here. I heard mm-hmm. it through the grapevine, but I, I don't know now. Yeah. Well, the reason on. we heard it through the grapevine is because he plays with yeah, you over he, at he, the He did the play club. over at my club and right. I used to see him. Uh, where I live um, all the time, actually. And right. I know he he was really into pickleball. He was. So. Has a cool boat, by the way. Yeah. The Django. What's your name? I'm on a ride right out of the ground. Django. <laughs> I love that. That's nice. There's a lake out here in Westlake, hence the name. And that's where he would cruise and his kids. But right now, if you're looking to get into what we want to get into we got you got to hook up with these guys there's got to be more of those um robert thomas yeah robert thomas like he plans to roll out 10 10 camp pickleball facilities by 224 like how fun would that be right i remember we mentioned that um in a few episodes past but now it's the big news mm-hmm. he was just hell i'd like to do it but now i guess he's put it, he's got the dough that's insane. Yeah. And, well, you know, but location, location, location. So uh, that's, I'm sure he's going to hit the spots where he can expose it the most and make whatever he needs to make on it. But more than that, I think the people are going to go because they're loving the game. It's like Disneyland for them. Yeah, it could be. And and what about the one that they're uh, opening up in Santa Monica Tennis Center? They're investing $250,000 in a new facility. To, I mean, it just to goes adjust. to show you. Yeah. Right. And the What's tennis club on? down there used to be the thing. And yeah. now it's... The pickleball pickle- club. Yeah, right. <laughs> or uh, it's interesting that there's pickleball restaurants and oh, the, yeah. all those themes. Chicken so sure. and pickle. Here's the dill. <laughs> uh, Camp pickle, chicken and pickle. Right. I mean, what else well, are they going to come I've up already, with? I've already, you know, put down on the dot-com world and uh, bought pickleball land. Oh, okay. Own that. Yeah. Yeah. No one can touch that. Because I was thinking Disneyland, Pickleball Land. All right. It's yours. You just named it here, Tony. Anyway, (laughs) uh, it's amazing that it's growing that fast. Well, that people are wanting not only to, uh, I mean, obviously they're recognizing it as a business. Take that out of the equation. Well, you know, they have now the, well, I think, you know, the pickleball dating sites. And so <laughs> it's, right. like, it's becoming a phenomenon. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> but, and, and they can cash in great, but what's what they're offering. Speed pickleball dating now. Oh God. There's <laughs> only one serve. Yeah. You, you can't even wait for it to come back. I mean, like you pair <laughs> If it comes back bad, you're like, I don't know. You're not good. Or if, We're not you know, compatible. now it's like based on how well you can play pickleball. Like, oh God, if you suck, I'm not going to date you. Exactly. So, That's what I'm saying. We're know. not compatible. I saw, I saw your serve, little limp. Oh no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but now they're scoring on points. Oh, what are you? Are you like a 3.0 oh, or a 3.2, 3.5? I'm a 4.0. So, you know, I got to, you know, I'm up there in the dating world. I am now someone special because I am a 4.0 pickleball player. I don't know if I dated chick just that she could play pickleball, unless she could transfer that. What into what, Tony? Into what? The bedroom. <laughs> of course, you would <laughs> or, say that. Or you know, in a relationship where it's like it's worth hanging. Out well, let me see. If she's, if she's a four pickleball player, she's pretty much like up there, so she's got to be in in good shape. 
right? Mm, don't I don't think so. Mm. I've seen some of those ladies out there. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I don't need no, you know, what? Billie Jean King thing. <laughs> you know. Well, they, you know, most of them shave their legs, so don't worry about it. I know. Not their underarms. It's all, you know, it's all about the face. In the pickleball world, you get hit in the face. Yeah. And or the really, boob. Yeah, right. And so, again, you go out with a bruised chick, people. Think. Well, I think you and I would be kind of a funny pair playing pickleball because you're six foot four and I'm barely five two. So, you know, you probably could cover the ground that I can't well cover. you can't see over the net and I ah, ha, ha, you're so funny and I, I you know and I, I'm double net height so it's volleyball for me at that point actually if you get by the net you know then you could be in trouble they may they may actually get a shot in the groin at you because you're so tall shot at the groin always <laughs> it has to go there uh, pickle balls yes yeah. gotcha balls. okay ladies and gentlemen we're gonna come back in a little bit here um, talk about the terms of course uh, some psycho words again that never make sense but are actual official terms in the pickleball uh, community and also the sport so please stand by take a break I'm actually going to get a pickle I'll be right back and then We'll pickle some more. And welcome back for our little last segment of getting down with the pickleball. I'm Tony. We're here with the doctor, Dr. Don Michael of the sex therapist, Michaels. (laughs) So we're at the terms. Here's something. I don't know if we... Did this one yet? I can't remember, but I don't think we have. But this is an interesting one. Though we did talk about it, we didn't use the term. Shadowing. Oh, um, maybe when you're shadowing your partner. As they move, you move. So you do it in tandem. Oh, goodness. This lady's got it, ladies and gentlemen. What? (laughs) Oh, nice round of applause for this one. It is the first one where she actually used two things that are in the term that mean what the term is. Wow. Wow. Okay. Shadowing means the strategy in pickleball of moving in tandem Mm -hmm. with your team partner, keeping roughly 10 feet between each other. Both players move laterally, approach the net, or retreat to the baseline together in sync. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what you do. Okay. And what's the benefit of that play or playing? Uh, because you're moving with your partner, you're in sync with your partner. So you need to know where your partner is at all times. And if they're a little bit behind you, or you need to know how far behind, because you might need to jump over and get one of their balls when, when it's coming in, if they're not up there at the, what are you laughing about? At the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. Got to get one of their balls. One of their balls. Balls. Well, they're saying, which is weird to me because, you know, in tandem, following each other. So does that front person duck? Well, it said 10 feet apart. So have you tried this? Have you done this with the... Yes. Uh, okay. Of course, yeah. So it's, it's common. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, as you get advanced in your play, you learn to do different things. I mean, to it's really about being aware where your partner is because you're playing the game together. And so... You know, if, if you're in the front and they see you, they're going to kind of move with you 
if if that's you know the strategy that you're using. Do you know how many using. times I edit out? And so <laughs> you always say that, and then you go to a whole other subject about it. So it's cute. But ladies and gentlemen, that was a. F- I'm telling you, I've done this now almost ten times with her with all these, and that was the first time she actually used a word in the definition. Yay! Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. But it has happened, it is true, and she got it. But we're on the second one. Well, maybe we can go two for two on this. Okay, let's see. Let's see if we can give you something that you probably would already know. Okay? It's Vicky Pelfrey. (laughs) What? I don't know. I think that's just the chick that (laughs) put this together. Like, seriously. Okay, sorry. Ready? (laughs) Replays. Uh, replay? No, replays. Replays your greatest pickleball hits? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Give me a instant second. Instant replays? Let me, let me think. Uh, replay, replays. I don't know. Doing the same hit over again? Or the winning hit? Over uh, I don't really. know, Tony. Lay it on me. <laughs> <laughs> she moaned. <laughs> Um, so replays definition, the term for that is after any discrepancy between teams, for example, a shot landed in out, a point can be replayed for any reason without the awarding of a point or a side out. Hmm. Makes no, (laughs) Hmm. yeah. No, I'm thinking about, you know, sometimes when, um, a shot is missed or one person says, oh, that was out and the other one doesn't agree with them. Then sometimes uh, we go, OK, maybe we need to do a replay. That's the only thing I can think about. Well, that's pretty much what I'm taking. So oh, OK, then I can that give makes you sense. A, I could give you almost two for two, one and a half for it easily. Mm, okay. But I'm figuring that because it's saying, hey, listen. We thought it landed in. You thought it landed out. Instead of going back and forth and getting pissed. No point. Yeah. Play it over. Yeah, because, well, that happens quite a bit. Okay, that's like third grade, (laughs) you know, touch football. Well, okay, this is the thing. You're supposed to agree with your partner that a shot is in or out when it's close. And if you both are looking at each other or, or something I don't really like is when one person does call it out and the other person negates it, unless that person constantly calls things out then you kind of should just go with what your partner says. <laughs> okay. You sure? Or in. Like, or, you know, the first person who calls it in or out, unless it's like blatant, no. you're like, oh, anyway, I'm 100% this sure. this has, <laughs> it says right off the bat, any discrepancy yeah. between teams. So both yeah. of you guys are not agreeing. That's the so point. So instead of a fight. Yeah. Or getting in crazy. You just have them redo it. Right. That's what we do. Yeah, it's just more gentlemanly way to play. Well, because there is some times when you see a shot that goes out to the side, and if you're not the person on that side where it goes out, but you're the other person, you can't really 100% know. I mean, sometimes it could be slightly in or on the line. Okay, thank you for that, Dr. (laughs) Don's little, you know. (laughs) Now, imagine if you could do that with a, a date. <laughs> Both of you guys like I didn't think this Would went you want well. To? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. No. Has anyone you thought like you guys 
you were playing a heated contest. There were too many describe. Everything was just not playing right. And then the, finally, that was the camel that broke the straw. Going, what he said? Huh? What are you talking about? The camel that broke the straw? Yeah. The straw that broke the camel's back? Oh, yes. You just have to say it. The opposite of me. Oh, of course. Because you're it so breaks, It breaks the camel's back because... Are you still you talking are, about a date? Yeah, well, either way. You're When's the last time you went be, on a date? I can't remember. 1999? A week ago, I thought. <laughs> anyway, well, you guys are going after each other. And then you guys just both walk off the court pissed. The date. <laughs> no, I'm saying you're playing. It got so bad that you were just that pissed. No, that just doesn't happen. Well, I mean, it could, but not with the courts I'm at. Okay. Everyone's People pretty are, you know, happy. They're pretty mature and they're there to have a good time. It's not like, oh my God, we're in, you know, we're yeah, playing they're not playing for major dough. tournament or we're, you know, it's not, not like for that. Money. It's gotcha. fun. You're there to have a good time. Okay. You know, and if anyone acts like that, then you just don't want to play the game. Or date them. Yeah, that for sure. Like you and your pickleball dates. Yeah, I've had so many of those. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to call it right now. A date? A replays. <laughs> After any discrepancy between hosts... If at any point, oh. <laughs> if it's in or out, <laughs> we can have this replayed without awarding a point to either side. You mean it in and out? You're a sick puppy. <laughs> Just a sick puppy. Well, you know, why do you have to do these shows naked? I love men. I, I get paid. You? <laughs> Just kidding. You're... Your back's to me. You got the other side of the wall. You know uh -huh. nothing. Oh, that mirror, though, is helping out. Mm, I see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in again to Getting Down with the Pickleball. You know where you can find us, Dr. Don. I am on Twitter, Don's Mission, YouTube. It's under Dr. Don Michael, or politically incorrect sex counselor. Or you can find us at gettingdownwiththepickleball.com. The last one, Tony. I never pronounced it. Well, we're on oh, all Captivate. of the made. Yeah, but we're on, you know, pickleballland.com. <laughs> I own pickleballland. We're, you know, just getting down with the pickleball, and you'll find us there. Fantastic. I hope you guys enjoyed. Enjoy the week. We will catch up with you later, and keep pickling, you picklers.